0: What's up? This is O.L. and Sway Buckley. Welcome to the Mary Pernod Life Podcast.
1: Marriage Marketplace Ministry. Let's go.
0: Hey everybody, what's up? This is O.L. Buckley. And
1: this is Sway.
0: Yes, and you know you're listening to the Mary Panur Life Podcast. Oh, yes. And this is episode number 65. Yes. That's a... Six and a five.
1: Six and a five, yes. So we are taking you today behind the scenes of the Panure map, going behind or going over step one with you. So the Panure map is the map, or I guess the, the series of steps that we walk our um clients through, to, and it's really to get clarity on how to build and scale grow launch the business and at the same time still flourish and grow protect the marriage so um those two worlds not clashing but instead they're actually working together so last week we went over the pre-step or last i guess episode 64 went over the pre-step which is essential Okay, um, so if you haven't gone over that in episode 64, stop what you're doing because I'm about to ruin. Okay, no, stop. I
0: knew somehow you were going to do that. No. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs>
1: um, so press pause or press stop. Go back and listen to episode 64. Um, now, if you've already listened to that, then great. So 65, now we're going to be going over step one of the eight-step Mary Panure map. And um, this step is critical. And I, I think we should probably just give a quick insight as to why we even... Created the Merprenure map
0: yeah, I think um uh, well i don 't think I know it was because um out of all the conversations we have have had and even thinking about our own journey, but as we have worked with many married entrepreneurs and many married or should I say marriage coaches and just marriage married entrepreneurs who have um, thought about growing their business in the process of growing their business have been working on their business for a while, what what we 've noticed is there 's always seemed to be this common um issue or this common error that has seemed to plague so many of them and we had to take a step back we really think about our own process and say okay what is missing what what's the most uh um, um critical piece that's missing and over a period of time as you've been doing this for a while it just becomes mm-hmm. more and more obvious and that's yes. what we've noticed
1: yeah just the steps like the, the same questions we're getting across the board um the same system strategies that we give. It's like they are it's consistent regardless of the industry that the couples are in. Yeah, it doesn't and
0: matter if it's a product or a service. Yeah, this has just been common. It doesn't
1: really matter. So we're really excited to be actually be able to walk you all through the behind the scenes and how what it looks like to work with us. Um as many people often ask like or they think about that and they inbox us. So this is what it's like, um working with us. So we take you through the pre step and then we go through step one. So step one is this. You need to know this, that clarity absolutely matters. Clarity around what? What we want to talk about first is this one particular thing. This is the one, like starting with step one, this is often overlooked and not even addressed until oftentimes when people aren't working with this, they address this later on in their process, which gets them all frustrated and they lose money. They lose time. They just, it just, they lose peace over this. They lose energy. Absolutely. And you know
0: what I realized? I think this step for the most part is assumed.
1: Mm, yeah, yeah. You cannot assume this step. So here it is. Step one is you got to be clear on your who.
0: Yeah. Who. The who.
1: The WHO.
0: Absolutely matters.
1: Absolutely matters. So here it is. I want to go over a few things with you concerning the, the, the who, of who your who is when it comes to clarity. This is critical. Not the
0: punk rock band, the who, but your who.
1: Okay, I'm glad you clarified. Thank you. So those of you who were wondering.
0: Are you... Music historians out there
1: <laughs> and you will be one. So <laughs> this is true Okay, so first we're gonna go over this like how do you even know if your market? This is the thing about your who sometimes people pick them back up sometimes People or married pick a who that is not a viable we call it a money market it is so challenging and it is it is it is it is a struggle to build a sustainable <laughs> business on a who who is not interested or even doesn't even have the means to invest in what you're offering
0: but you know what as you were saying that I was thinking Why about something I me? was laughing because I was thinking about just how some people's who is like two people
1: <laughs> well we haven't gotten that husband you're jumping I'm ahead. sorry I'm sorry okay let's let's take focus okay so you're right though Okay, but before we even get there, let's talk about your people. Let's say you do have a whole bunch of people that's a viable market, but are they is it is your market a viable money market mm-hmm. okay and so um, how do you know this? How do you know if you are building or attempting to build or attempting to launch a business on people who are not interested or don't have the means in what it is that you're wanting to offer them right well, one of the easiest ways to know this is by um, looking at the at the history, looking at the market, and the first question you want to ask yourself is how how profitable is this market? is this industry rather and so are there already people who are buying products to solve this problem, buying services to bring solutions to this issue? are people already doing this and and if so, then that's a pretty good sign that they are already trained to invest and to spend money in what it is that you're offering them okay but if you can't find anybody who is like really a strong market who is looking who, who like a, an industry that is very that's like viable financially viable and they're making um they're continually growing then you may want to you know look back like look again go take another look at something else or something similar to it that already has trained the market to invest in that
0: Yep, it's got to be a viable money market. Mm
1: -hmm. There's a book called Blue Ocean Strategy. Um, Of course, Expert Secrets as well. But those two are really great resources if you want to go deeper into that strategy of understanding what that looks like for your marketing, your industry rather. Okay, the next thing, this is what you were talking about. Mm -hmm. The goal, well, we want to share with you all. You probably have heard this saying.
0: Yeah, you've heard um, the riches are in the niches. Mm -hmm. Um, But when the riches in the niches... Are no longer legit.
1: Well, how do you know when they're no longer legit, though? Let's talk about that. Cause it, like, are they legit? There are. I believe that saying riches and niches. That's well, absolutely.
0: I mean, I think it's it's absolutely true. But but we have to put some boundaries, some 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 guardrails on that statement Mm -hmm. because sometimes.
1: How do you know? That's the question. How do you know if your if your niche is actually legit to create if if it already has riches in that niche?
0: There's two main ways. One way is if they're too small.
1: mm-hmm
0: if the niche is just too too small, mm-hmm. um, like you
1: were talking about earlier, if there were like only two people, yeah, if it's like
0: two two to five people in in the niche. <laughs>
1: you don't mean
0: that legit. I mean, no, I'm just being I'm being I'm trying to exaggerate to really drive home the point. If the niche is too small,
1: yeah,
0: then you're basically I I mean you're gonna sell to those few people mm-hmm. hopefully, and then that's it. So you do want to niche down, but if you're a who, um. Within the niche is just so micro small, mm-hmm. um, then that's not a money uh, market. It's going to be. I mean, it's just going to be. An, it's not even going to be an uphill battle. It just doesn't exist. Period. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of the viability, the viability is just not there. Right. Um, you know. Um, on the other hand, if that niche is not proven, yeah, in that they chain. have to be able to show there ought to be some data that shows. That they are proven to, and I'm going to just make this phrase up here, proven to purchase.
1: Mm -hmm. Yep.
0: Period. There you have it. Mm -hmm. Niche too small. Niche not proven. Mm -hmm. That's not a legit niche.
1: Yeah. And you can still build. I mean, you can make something but just I mean so you know because sometimes I think well sometimes when people are starting businesses especially couples oftentimes we do it for legacy too. like we do mm-hmm. it to have something to pass to pass down um, something for our family to build upon and so you want to be in this thing for the long haul and so if that's you then you really want to take these questions into serious consideration mm-hmm. before investing in more time energy and resources into what you know to this vision, okay. Thirdly, this is the thing this is one thing we want to make sure that everybody is very aware of. We see this so many times, and um, literally, why we're doing this and why we're taking you all behind the scenes of the Marripreneur map is so you number one, don't do these things. <laughs> but then also to give you some insight on, once again, how we work um, with our Madpreneur clients to help them um, really go from, some of them are doing nine to fives and help them really replace their income. And some of them are already doing their businesses full time and help them um, increase that multiple times over. Mm-hmm. So um, this is this is the part of it. This is the beginning part of it. So this is the next part. we're going over in this episode and the last part. And so this is one thing you need to know is how most startups leave money on the table and you don't even know it. Mm -hmm. And they don't even know. They make this mistake so many times um, because they think about their who and they end up wanting... This is going to kind of segue into our next episode. In episode 66, we want to kind of give you a precursor because it does tie into the who, but it also ties into the next part, which is step two. But Mm -hmm. for step one part is they often... Confuse what their who um what the who what their market um uh, what the market wants versus what the market needs, and they end up um giving what the market needs versus what they want, but you we know that people buy what they want, not necessarily what they need and
0: I think there's a reason for that, and I could see how it could be a common mistake. We often um reiterate constantly um, with our clients, um, about really being people who provide solutions and mm-hmm. really often focus on solutions. And when you focus on being a solution mm-hmm. solver, that means you're focusing on a problem or you're mm-hmm. aware of a problem. And so when you're focusing on solving a solution, then you often get hung up on what the people need. Mm-hmm. And so it's a very easy way to do that because you're thinking, Hey, I'm here to provide a solution. Mm-hmm. And so it's very, cause you're thinking, okay, well, what what is this what is the problem that my solution solves, which then causes um, it, it just lends to focusing on on what people need versus what they want. Yes, we should be aware aware of what they need, but we need to understand that the reason why they buy is gonna be on the basis of a want generally speaking.
1: Yeah, that's good. And so you know you, you when you speak to them and we'll go over this more next in the next episode, but when you know who your who is, you're clear about what they need and you're also very clear about what they want. And then you give them what they want. I mean you, you, you share with them, you message them what they want because they will get that. But oftentimes people don't understand how to get to what they want, which is why they need you. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, um that's that's really important to just on when it comes to this who part, knowing what what the one is for your who versus knowing what the need is for your who. Mm-hmm. Okay? That's what we're talking about. That's the perspective we're coming from in this episode. In the next episode on uh, on step 2, we'll be going from a from the other side of it. So, putting these pieces together really going to give you clarity. So, listen, this is just the first step of the Maripanewer map. If you all uh, want to go ahead and download the map and get your free copy of that, so you can start going through it and even get ahead and just see all the different resources that we give with each step, then you can go ahead and grab yours. Go ahead and copy yours. <laughs> did I just say that? You did. I did. Okay, at uh, marriedpreneursecrets.com, marriedpreneursecrets.com, m-a-r-r-i-e-d as a married preneur as an entrepreneur. Secrets.com, Maritpreneur Secrets plural, dot com. Okay, go ahead and get yours, and you'll be able to see all the steps that we're going through. You'll be able to walk through those um, as well and then start implementing the steps right away. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, you know what? Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, I'm not gonna cut you off. Go ahead. I
0: was just gonna say, hey, there's value here, guys. So, subscribe, <laughs> rate, and review.
1: Yes. All right, y'all have a good one. Peace out
0: want more winning tips for your marriedpreneur life? If so, then go get your copy of our free Marriedpreneur Life Quick Start Guide. You can grab your free guide at m as in married l as in life quickstart.com.
1: Inside this guide, you'll find our top 15 systems and processes that we've used to grow our multiple businesses as well as help countless maripreneurs kickstart and scale their vision to lead purposeful and profitable lives. We are maripreneurs living powerfully in sync and building amazing businesses that shape the future.